You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie Back. All right, y'all. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back, and this is episode 208. Uh, before I introduce my guest, I want a couple couple things happening. Uh, number one, make sure you go to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, the feedback is available on there. Make sure you share, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Leave a rating. It's called the feedback. Leave a rating. Do something. Give me five stars if you love me. I know you do. Um, and number two, make sure you follow Hip Hop Bingo on Instagram. By the time this comes out, the new, uh, we already had our Hip Hop Bingo thing. So make sure you use follow Hip Hop Bingo on Instagram and, of course, feedback everywhere. So without further ado, let me introduce my guest. I got JT Kelly, host of the Fart Locker podcast comedian very funny dude how you doing man thanks so for doing good. this thank you for having me 208 is the area code to stockton i believe stockton where stockton california is that what was that where is that uh, it's a really dangerous place i don't know but i used to go there <laughs> in my i was a hardcore band when i was like 18 19 uh-huh. i was in a screamo band and we used to go down to stockton to play at a venue called the plea for peace Downtown. The plea for peace. They really. It was like the most violent. It's like the most violent area you could imagine. Every, it was nuts. Everything. Yeah. Everything you just told me sounds really dangerous. I saw. I saw a guy pull out a gun on someone like in the first ten minutes of being in Stockton, and I was like, "Well, I'm here to scream at a show, <laughs> not to get into trouble." <laughs> <laughs> no, but shit, it's called Stockton. The plea for peace. Plea. The venue was called a plea for peace, which is a very, very direct way. Like please, <laughs> we do, we know this is such we'll a violent fuck city. Fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll fu- you'll be begging you by the time the venue, you walk out. And there's like a big gate around the venue, and uh-huh. the first thing the promoter tells you is like, "Hey, so don't leave the gate. Don't go outside. It's dangerous." And you were working there, or you were just? I was in a screamo band. I was performing there. Oh shit! Oh yeah. Well, what were you doing in the band? Oh, dude, I was screaming. I was screaming. What's I was, a screamo band? A screamo band? Yeah. It's like a. Uh, emotional emotive hardcore and instead of it's like it's like hardcore music except instead of like growling about something dangerous or cool uh-huh. it's like emotional stuff like i hate my parents you know what i mean I hate- <laughs> ah! wait you know? so you so your lead vocals i was yeah this was fucking over 10 years ago okay so hold on so i i, I had um I had this uh, Metallica cover band on the show a while back. That's cool. Called, um, um, it was a Pantera and Metallica cover band. Uh, Cash, uh, I forgot his last name. Go back to the archive. But anyway, we talked about the screaming voice. Uh-huh. Is that something like that where you, you, you had to do this oh, kind of like Cannibal Corpse type of shit? Kind of like that. Kind of like that. Parallel to that, you know? I can't. I can't picture you. Oh yeah, it, with well, the voice you here, have here's today. Here's the thing: I wasn't even good at it. It's not like I like brought brought my A game. It was like, yeah, he's trying somewhat. You know, he's there. He's doing it. Not, it wasn't good. We weren't a good band. We did not knock anyone's socks off. Were you a fan of the music? I loved screamo. I still listen to screamo. Yeah, I didn't know there was a category. It's not a cool or popular one. I'm not bragging. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no. But now I'm curious. I'm like, there's this whole universe of of bands. Maybe they still exist. Maybe there's like screamo conventions there's, when you walk in and go walk um and yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 Have you bought your ticket today? I remember. Do you hate your parents? <laughs> Do you hate your parents today? Uh huh. <laughs> Come on, they're in. here to see the show too. <laughs> exactly, but I, I see. I, I'm always intrigued by like when you go to Vice.com uh-huh. and they so they sh- they have a whole um, 
uh, category or whole uh, uh, page that goes, oh, you didn't know about this subculture. French subculture, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. we're, we're uh, furries. This is what we do. We oh, dress yeah. like, you know, animal and we fuck, and we, we have orgies. Yeah. And like, oh, so there's a convention for that and a website and yeah. a membership and, and a Facebook page and, and a meetup group and, uh -huh. you're like, and a Facebook group. And you're like, wow, they exist. That's how the internet is fucked up. Before, it was like individuals who in their heart, they're like, I secretly want to fuck a bunny. Yeah. And they just died with that in their heart. But now the internet has connected people that should never have been connected. And they're like, oh, dude, you wish you were a fox and you wish you fucked other foxes too? <laughs> dude, we got to get together. We got to get as many of us as exactly. we can together. That's the power internet's given sickos. Yeah, yeah. but that, I, okay, let's call them sickos. I do agree with the sickos. Part. Yeah. But I think it, 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 it's all relative in the sense that I I believe that it's a we're just a, it's just a giant spectrum, and what's normal to you, you know, fucking a dude dressed like a fox mm -hmm. is a Tuesday. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And then you just acknowledge that. Oh yeah, these motherfuckers exist. All right, cool. I can go on. I yeah. can go on about my day. Is my life hurt by furries? No. Is their life hurt? Yeah, they need help somehow. I'm not gonna <laughs> get. I'm gonna let them do their thing. With I mean, I'm on their team. If you guys want to fucking, if you want protected rights at work. Where you can be a furry at work, I'll be like, hell yeah, Honest. dude! I, I'll bang for that shit. Yeah, dude, fuck yeah! But if you want me to pretend like I think it's cool, I'm like, oh no, that shit's nasty. But God bless you, you know. Would you have some questions for them? Like, let's say we had a we had a furry coming in, uh -huh. and and you're like, or next guest on the fart on the fart the fart locker. It's someone who secretly goes, hey, actually, I like to dress up like a bunny and I fuck actually, my wife. The, and the guy that's coming on soon, he and I met him because he was wearing a leather dog face out at a dance club. Like, in Austin? In Austin, yeah. He was wearing a like a leather face that was like a dog. He's with another dude, and they were all bondage, pretending to be dogs out. And I was like, hey, are you guys pretending to be dogs? And they were like, not really. Uh -huh. It's a submissive thing. And I was like, I have so many questions. So he's coming on the pod soon. And there he's you gonna go. explain. Yeah, 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 because furries I get. I'm like, yeah, you wish you were a fox, you wish you were a made-up purple fox, and you want to fuck another fox? Uh -huh. Right on. These guys, they're just out where, like, where I'm out being a civilian, not dressed BDSM or with a dog costume on. I went, huh, what's going on, boys? And again, for them, if they you know, were losing rights at work or something, yeah. or like, you know what I mean? I want them to be able to vote, you know, sure. <laughs> I don't hate them or nothing, but I'm like, okay, that's fucking weird, man. I still want to hear about it. Well, you know? so, so the, the, there's a fine line between, okay, these guys exist, and okay, but am I okay with having them? Oh, yeah, my uh, my son's teacher wears a dog Dresses face. like a dog. <laughs> man, am I okay with that? Right? I, can be, I can be all for the it's, rights, I don't but even there's have, a line, right? You have a son, so maybe it's more personal, but even my fake son in my mind, I'm like, how do I explain that to him? <laughs> no, but but you know what? To, to, probably to, to to him would be like, oh yeah, that's Mr. Johnson. That's, Mr. Johnson that, just Mr. Johnson. dresses like a dog. Like yeah. they, don't, they don't know any better. They're right? not going to learn any hate unless I teach them hate. Exactly. Right? Or judgment them, look, unless I teach them. We're going to have to move because Mr. Johnson wears a dog face. Because yeah, that dog comes in. I, I just came to the from the PTA meeting. I did yeah. not like what I like. All right. <laughs> All right, Chris, we're moving. He peed on a fire hydrant in yeah, front of so us. Yeah, this is not acceptable. <laughs> and and, and uh, there's tons of stories like that where there's this guy who had, like, face tattoos. Oh, that guy in France, right? He was a kindergarten yes, teacher? yeah. Okay, I've seen that guy's face tattoos. He shouldn't be around kids. That one, I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, you look terrifying. But what are you, what are you, what are you trying to to, um, to convey to kids? I'm like, oh, that is not okay? The guy's a great teacher, apparently. You think so? 
Well, I mean, that's what all the parents are like. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, okay. But it, but it, it's people who are like, no, I'm not comfortable. What I'm saying is there is a line somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like if you went to H-E-B and this guy's bagging your groceries, you probably wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, no, no, no. He's just yeah. bagging groceries. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they're in a position of influence, especially kids or uh, say you was your boss or whatever, and you're like, am I cool with that? Yeah. Damn. I think face tattoos I'm more okay with than the furry thing because I don't know how the guy with face tattoos fucks. That's the thing about the furry <laughs> thing is I'm like, oh, I know how you fuck. And you're coming around where I'm like drinking coffee or walking my dog uh-huh. and being like, hey, this is how I have sex. You know what I mean? And I, it's like, right on, man. Have sex like that. Do your thing. But why? I don't know. Hang do on. I have to see it every day at work when I come in for coffee? I don't think that I'm the person to draw the line on this type of thing. Definitely not an authority on who should teach kids. But for some reason, just now, talking about furries, uh-huh. I'm like, man, because that's the maybe it's not their sexual thing and that's just how they like to kick it but i'm pretty sure furries like to dress up like that because it makes them horny i i don't know okay i've i've I've, I've talked i've talked to uh a couple at uh you remember carnival when that carnival down at the palmer event center Uh and you know people dressed up like whatever and i met a couple of furries and they were uh and i was like i i didn't first of all i didn't know they existed only i i saw them at there was an episode of entourage back mm-hmm. in the day where you know uh turtle had wanted to fuck this girl and then he dressed like a friend I'm like oh that's the thing and i saw one in wi- real life i couldn't understand what they were talking about first of all because this it sounded all muffled but uh yeah i had a lot of questions for them and I, I don't if it doesn't impact me i don't give a shit yeah so i knew a door guy right and he used to door guy next to the velveta room uh-huh. and he was a furry and he would talk about his furry but i never seen him dressed up as a furry and he was like, oh, no, that's for furry events. And so that, I'm like, that makes sense because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you put the costume on to be horny, right? That's what I, maybe I'm wrong. I've talked to a couple that, furries. That's what he said or that's? That's what this person, that's what this furry oh. said. Oh. Is that when he, he doesn't wear his costume to door guy because, like, first off, I'm door guy on 6th Street. Secondly, right. you know, he's like, oh, that's for furry events. And so in my mind, the furry costume is when you're going to go have sex. So if you're teaching kids, and you're a furry, you better not show up to fucking class dressed like a little doggy. Because then I'll know you're one horny little puppy. I'm yeah. just, I'm, I let like, kids love Pluto. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to come in as, as a furry Pluto. Yeah. Fuck that. What, what, what do you think all these characters at Disneyland are? That's all it is. Sickos, yeah. Yeah. Disneyland, I, sicko city. That's what I'm saying. It's uh, like, look, it's dressed up like, I'm dressed up like a Pluto and Donald Duck. What do you the, want from the me? the pictures of people crying now that Disneyland's open? Crying? Why? They're like, there's a, there's a whole thread on some news station, I swear to God, I seen it online, where people who are allowed back into Disney parks were crying. They were so happy to be at Disneyland. That's what brings joy to your life is going to Disneyland. Adult Disney people are the adults. The, yes, not kids. No, not kids. kids I get kids. Sure, if you're yeah, crying, yeah. you're a little kid. You're excited. Yeah. You can cry out whatever. There are adults who like to go to Disneyland as adults, and that's wow. and it's. I don't know. Going's like yeah, that makes sense. But like dressing up and wearing Disney stuff. Or crying because you're so excited for Disney. That's like, yeah, dude, we should put you on a watch list. You know what I mean? It's like you should be on a watch list Look, for that. There's 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 a couple out there who likes to dress up like Mickey and Minnie and get freaky on Wednesday nights. At, without a doubt, <laughs> they go to Disneyland <laughs> you know and right on. back to their house. They're all heated. Hey there, Minnie. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, that's that's gotta exist. Like if if you if you just extrapolate a little bit and you think, you know what? I think by definition, by default, everybody is kind of 
kinky or everybody has something, right? Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's a spectrum. Some people just go, ah, I'm a middle of the road guy. And then your next door neighbor likes it in the ass every mm-hmm. day, right? Every day. Every day. Yeah. That's just, if you, if you can't do that, you can't, you can't be with them. Yeah. That's just the rule. Mm-hmm. The bar doesn't go any lower than that. Yeah. Right? And there's got to be people who like to dress up like Disney characters. No doubt. And fuck. No doubt in my mind. Wow. This is how I never thought of it that way. Now that. I have Disney Plus. I'm going to look at yeah. it a little differently. <laughs> hey, son, let's watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. No, nah, maybe not today. Yeah, maybe yeah. not today. Holy I shit. I saw a furry's Instagram post a screenshot of a cartoon or a screenshot from The Lion King uh-huh. where the lion is getting out of water. And their caption was, I can't believe this is the kids movie. And then like had like the tongue emoji. And it's like, yeah, the lion walking out of water was sexy to you. And again, fine. You know what I mean? That doesn't bother. If you want to fuck a cartoon, that doesn't hurt me. Fuck a cartoon. Right on. But it's like, that's that's something, man. That's an interesting way to see the world. That's Look, a perspective you, you I have. You cannot sit here and tell me you didn't want to fuck Jessica Rabbit when you saw. Oh, that's different to you. Oh, Jessica how's that different? Jessica, Jessica fucking Rabbit. rabbit. Has big fat titties. Uh, well, healthy big thighs and a fat butt. Yeah, ass. but come on, you did. Also, the rabbit from Space Jam. Dude, we're talking about rabbits yes, that make me yes. horny. <laughs> These are the two rabbits that have made me horny. Hey, man, yeah. you'll, you'll dress like bugs any day. There's oh, somebody out there dressing like bugs but and Lola. The, they have, if they don't have human pussies, I don't want to fuck them. <laughs> if those bunnies don't have human pussies, that's gross. If they have bunny pussies, no, 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 no. But because they have human titties and human ass, I assume they have a human pussy. And then I could hit it. No issue. <laughs> no issue. And I'd be into it as a, uh, as a bunny or as a man. I believe it. So yeah. you, we, you, we can't sit here and say, oh, yeah, those people who dress up like Mickey and Minnie and fuck on a Wednesday mm-hmm. are sickos. Because deep down, you're like, you know what? I fuck a Disney character. I'm a sicko. Yeah, I'm not pretending like I mean, my... No, no, my, no. It's not, it's not my like attraction a... towards those two particular bunnies, and again, it's not all bunnies. It's those two bunnies <laughs> right there. It's those two bunnies that you happen to know exactly who I'm talking about, yes, too. Yes, Those two bunnies, they make me horny because of their human features. Why? And honestly, I, this is a perversion, right? I know it's like, hey, that's sick. I need to take that to Christ. I need to heal my heart with that. I'll tell you that much. That my heart needs to get healed for that. Look, it's you're wrong. fine. You're fine. As long as you go on and kill people over it, I think you're fine. Yeah. But but did you know? In, and and never kill a man over bunny pussy. That's what I've always said. Look, there's someone out there who likes. You know what? I'll fuck the shit out of Roger. Yeah. The uh, same yeah. way that we were like fucking Jessica, fucking Lola. I'm trying to think another like hot. Hot bunnies? It's just those two. Nah, hot, hot just, cartoon. Just like cartoon character. I, I don't. I don't no, know. No, this, this. Come on now. Now I'm. I'm, I'm blanking out. Did you? Uh, did you ever watch uh, Venture Brothers Mm-mm. on Adult Swim? This Doctor Girlfriend. She hot. She's hot, but she has a dude's voice. It's fine with me. But I have a girl's is, voice. Uh, she's fucking. I and and they actually. If if you don't know Venture Brothers, go look it up on Adult Swim. But she. She talks like a dude, and her and her name is Doctor Girlfriend, but she's hot as fuck. And you can't. After a while, you forget. Yeah, like that. After a while, you forget that you ignore the voice because it really sounds like a trucker talking to you the entire time. I'll be honest, man. I'm fine. Like with just the two bunnies, I want to fuck. I'm good. I'm not trying to stack up more cartoon characters for my heart to hold. You know what I mean? <laughs> With just those two bunnies that we know about, I'm not. I'm not going to watch this show. If you're trying to tempt me with more cartoon characters that I can have lustful thoughts for, right, this is human. I'm out. If you, uh, there's no other. Then there's no other bunnies, or even like 
You went, well, well, Bambi would be pedoph- pedophilia at this point. Well, Bambi's not sexy at all. I, well, some, somebody might. I'm not saying she is, but somebody out there, I'm like, you know what? Poor Bambi. When she grows up or not, doesn't matter. Is that bad? Wanting to fuck Bambi because it's a baby? Yeah. <laughs> there are fine lines. There are fine lines. And I'm going to say any cartoon that's a kid, you're a sicko. Uh-huh. Any cartoon that isn't the two bunnies I want to fuck, you're a sicko. <laughs> and make an exception for Lola. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and well, Jessica. You know both their names. I just thought of them as the bunny because I don't even think about them that much. If you bring them up, yeah, I'll get horny. <laughs> Sue me. You, look, but you, you 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 know them, man. You're gonna be sitting front row when Space Jam Two comes out. Is a Space Jam Two coming out? Yeah, with LeBron. LeBron James is in Space LeBron Jam James, Two. Yeah, I heard that Michael Jordan will make a cameo in it, but we don't care. But yeah, that, there was a whole debate about like yeah, little bunny's uh, body from Space Jam One to Space Jam Two because now Still banging. Yes. Because now mm-hmm. they're furrier than in the first one because the the special effects are better. Uh, looks less human. Yes. Good. Make me less horny. Exactly. I remember there was a guy on 4chan years ago that had a crazy big uh, Lola Bunny collection. That's odd. Yeah. It was like a massive big Lola Just Bunny. Just Lola Bunny. Yeah. Nobody else. I've ever seen the not the grandma, not the just Lola. Not that's someone. That's someone that's way sicker than me. I understand that there is evil in my heart for lusting after that bunny, uh-huh. but that guy is completely consumed with this evil. Wow. Yeah. I kind of want to talk to him. Yeah, I I would I would talk to him. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, I would rather do it through Zoom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good idea. <laughs> I wouldn't invite this man into your good, home. Good idea, but you know, I, I'm I'm always interested by. Like, yeah, what makes people tick and everybody's, I'll accept, you know, you're different, do your shit, as long as you're not hurting anybody who gives a fuck. And how do you, you wake up one day and go, man, I saw that trailer for Space Jam 2. I will fuck Lola Bunny right now. Yeah, Like, you, there's a, but there's a, something happens. What is, what is that used thing? You just be a little sin in your heart and then you go, I want to fuck Lola Bunny. And then you just let that sin take a back burner and it doesn't boil that water and, and make a steam engine on anything dangerous. But mm-hmm. now, now, nowadays, if I have that, I, I just Google who wants to fuck Lola Bunny and 15,000 other sickos who also Googled it all meet up in a little chat room and then they build their whole lives around it. It used to be this little sin in our hearts. We would just let it die. We'd drain it out with goodness later on, you know? Mm-hmm. But now these little sins, they completely take hold of our hearts. You can't get rid of it. And yeah. It's just front of, it's like everywhere you go, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, damn, there's, there's a bunny. God damn, I'll fuck the shit out of that bunny. Mm-hmm. You want to fuck a bunny, my man. I, I wouldn't. I don't know. You want to fuck a bunny, Lola. Okay, yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lola's hot. Lola's hot. And there was the whole thing about what was the the mom in the in, in not not the Impossibles, the Incredibles. Oh yeah. You know how they make too. they made her ass like huge. Yeah, that's a hot mom. That's a hot cartoon. That mom. is yes, yes. Look I, at you. I know my cartoons, you man. You man. You know your horny cartoons. I, yes, I do. Yeah, yes, I can't disagree I do. with you. On the, that the, one. There's a reason why there's a whole category of anime called hentai because you're like, God damn, this character from Attack on Titan or Bulma for Dragon Ball Z used to be hot. Well, Isn't hentai us. when he gets fucked by like a Tentacles bunch of squids? Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. Hentai is just a porn version of anime. It doesn't matter what the what the context is, and a lot uh, of it actually 
is um i mean it's known people think that yeah it's hentai you get you get girls fucked by tentacles and monsters yeah. and all that or actually women that have they're like half human half animals because they make their hair look like ears and they have a tail or they'll have like uh there's a lot of like hentai mangas out there that that have you know the mom fucking his son a lot of incest shit it's kind of sick okay but that's in japan that's so like hentai that's is worse than i thought it was oh it, it goes it goes it gets pretty dark pretty yeah. quickly and the, the the weird part is you go to japan and you can pick up a hentai manga like in the subway station, read it on your way to work, and throw it away before you get to the office. Yeah, I would throw that thing. away. It's just Absolutely. There. Is that normal to throw it away, or do you guys? It's like a vending machine. It's like wow. at a vending machine. You just read it, go to work, throw it away, or oh keep it. God. You know, whatever. The but zombies so horny for little cartoons. I'm saying it's it's everybody is different. Everybody got something weird about them, and you know. Acknowledge it, live with it, whatever makes you happy. I'm not gonna. If it's reading hentai on the subway on the way to work, God bless you. Yeah. God bless you for it. And and there's there's actually a a bunch of them. Man, I know a lot about hentai. Yes, I do. You do. Man. Yeah. It's yes, okay. I do. I'm, I'm mad about it. I'm, I'm an anime fan, so I had to go. Okay, what is the? You gotta know the dark side. Exactly. Side, I'm yeah. like, okay. Oh, all right. So there's a girl raped by twenty dudes that look like monsters from hell three dicks and horns and nails like that are like a foot long yeah all right let me go back to dragon ball z real quick <laughs> just don't let any anti awaken anything in you nah i i, I have pretty a pretty good control over myself good sounds like it yeah sounds I'm, like you're tempting yourself yeah that's the thing <laughs> See, I, I'm, I, I'm really like because it's not just that because i think about the whole process behind that as in Somebody had the idea to to put that together, had a team of, you know, uh, artists like, look, I need to draw, make a whole manga. That's a series that comes out every week about this little girl who gets dropped in hell and gets raped by 10 monsters with horns and foot long fingernails. So every week we're going to sit down and we're going to write the next storyboard, just like they do South Park, just like they do any kind of Looney Tunes mm -hmm. or any cartoon or, you know, Rick and Morty or whatever. But there's people who actually do that and they come up with a story and the story, and sometimes the story is actually pretty complex, but they're like, no, at the end of the day, I want this girl raped by monsters every day, every, cha every chapter, and we're going to serialize the thing over years. Sickos. But it works. Need They need, they need. Prayer. <laughs> they need <laughs> prayer and love in their heart. That's sicko city, man. Well, but you, you grew up with the. I, I was watched listening to another uh, podcast. You grew up with like fundamentalist Christian. Oh, yeah, super is, Christian. Is that why you say sicko? I well, I mean, e even if because I'm not a fundamentalist anymore. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, left that when I was like 19. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, you saw the light, or you just saw porn? Like, wow, I'm missing uh, out. Now, trust me, I watched porn very young age. All right? In fact, hey, I knew about porn a long time. All right, right there. there it Cheers. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And maybe maybe it is just like a reactionary Christian upbringing thing where I have a knee jerk reaction to be like, yeah, you shouldn't fuck animals or things that look like animals. And, you know, I also eat animals, though. How is that any worse than fucking them? Right? If I eat animals, what mm -hmm. am I doing worse? You know, they people, I'm, we're, you know, Killing animals—that's probably got to be wrong somewhere. 
And if it's like killing killing animals isn't wrong, then fucking animals wouldn't be wrong, you know? But will you fuck animals to survive or you kill one to survive? I mean, I don't need meat to survive. True. We used to and we kept going. Yeah, I, like there's no, there's nothing <laughs> in my life I need to kill an animal for, but I choose to because I like eating meat. I like, you know, I was going to say wearing leather. I don't have any leather. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I just don't have any. If you had to, if you had to, you're like, you know what? Uh, no more, no more cows. It's, it's the end of the world type shit. And now you got to, you know, Whole Foods and H-E-B go out of business. And I'm like, look, man, you're going to get out to the, to the hills over there and hunt some, for some deer. And there's no way around it. Or you're going to eat berries and leaves all the, re- the rest of your life. Which is it? Oh, I have no problem hunting. I would. You know what I mean? I don't, have you ever? I've killed chickens, but I've never hunted. Oh, that's not. That's, that doesn't and count. Not like killing chickens for sport, to be clear. Like, well, yeah, I would process. assume so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would assume. But I've so. never hunted. No, I would. I want to shoot hogs. You know what I mean? You know how we have a really bad hog problem? We do? Texas. Well, a lot of states do. But yeah, we have a wild hog problem. They destroy crops. They come in big bands of 50 to 100. Uh-huh. Some even roll in bands of hundreds. And it's pretty much open season on them all the time. You can go and kill as many hogs as you want. Wow. Pretty much I, did not, I did not know that. I it's never seen a wild good hog here. For uh, the environment. Because those hogs are an invasive species left by, uh, you know, the Spanish and the French and shit. Oh, yeah, the French. Fucking French. Yeah. <laughs> Never. Wait, I have been to Europe. That's not true. I went to Italy when I was 15. How was that? But I, I was cool, man. It was cool. My sister was studying abroad there uh-huh. when I was 15. And I, I made bicycles and sold bicycles until I could afford a ticket. And then my parents gave me like $400. It was just awesome. Having like 400 bucks for two weeks when you're 15 is like, this is awesome. And that's a lot of money out there, right? It, I, At the time, it probably was, right? Maybe. There was no euro back then, so it was probably... There was no euro back then? Yeah. Why would there be a euro in Italy? The euro, the currency. Yeah. So they had their own, like... Italy? Yeah. They had euros when I was there. When you, when you, when you were 15? Yeah. They How only had the euro? How old do you think I am, Buck? I don't know. Close to 30? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wait, something doesn't add up because I remember when I shit because when I first moved here in '98, and I would go back to France to visit, with the euro wasn't around. They had francs. They had francs. Yeah. So what? Hundred dollars was seven hundred francs. Nah. So I was good every time I went, and this is 1998. Nice. I don't know what year the euro came in, but I thought that. Wait, how old are you? Um. 28 i just turned 28 fuck god damn i'm i'm all right i'll take it as a compliment i look 47 but i'm not man i didn't know you're 47 you're 47 years old no i'm 39 you're 39 <laughs> yeah you look good for your age I, thank you i did I, I maybe it's the beard i think it's the beard i also look really bad for my age i've looked maybe like this it. since i was like 16 i've had a full beard and like these like worn out eyes since yeah. i was in my teens but like i, I can't picture you without one I haven't had. I always had a beard. Yeah. You never, you never shave it. I have shaved it off, but not Just for long periods bit. of time. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I don't. And, and and the thing is, I remember like the first time I saw you. I think it was FPIA. Did I have a beard? I think you did. Maybe a like a small one. And I didn't expect that voice to come out of your face. Get that a lot. A lot of people probably hear that a lot. Oh yeah. Right. And I and I'm like, huh. Maybe he is young, but no, I can't. I can't quite. I can't place it. Mm-hmm. But I said, that's, that's good. That's good. I'm an old fuck. And I don't look it. So I'll take it as a compliment. 
fuck it. I, I can't take a compliment well. I, it's, it's, it sucks. But wow. I wish I, I wish I could grow a beer too. Have you tried? Yeah, I did over the pandemic. I tried, but it, it looks fluffy. It's messy. It's, you just trim it down into yeah, contour I lines. <clears throat> I can't. It, it, then I start, you know, twisting it and shit. So I used to be able. To, I used to do my own dreads. Oh, that's cool. I used to twist my hair. It would take me maybe half a day, and I'd be that was at at work. If I'm if I'm standing the same way that people stand around, look at their phone. I would stand around and twist my hair, mm-hmm. and it would just stay. And I, I could do my whole head in like a day, and it would just you know just dreads. And now I got no hair up top because I pulled it so damn much. But damn, no, I can't grow. I can't grow no fucking. Hair. I can even grow arm hair, chest hair, or anything. I think I'm getting like a a further back widow's peak. You know, I think my widow peak is is slowly just. Go into the back of my head, you know. Mm-hmm. I think I'm balding too, man. It's stress, baby. It's the stress. Probably, probably is what they say, or is it, they would blame your mom. Oh, my mom didn't do it. I, I would never, it, I would where it never from. blame my mom for that. <laughs> Not in a million years. Mom. She's a saint. What? She's done nothing wrong. <laughs> she's done. She will sit at the right hand of God the Father in heaven. I will, guarantee it. Oh, she's she's gone. No. Oh. But she, I said she will. Oh, okay. That wasn't she, like she a is. curse on her name. It, <laughs> yeah. it was glorifying how how high up she is in the hierarchy of saved. So what what do you, what do you do if you, when you're not doing comedy? Then I'm a telemarketer. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. And there, there's a, how long you been doing that? Uh, a couple of years. Couple, you like it? Yeah, I bang on it. You know what I mean? It's fun. I'm, I push it. I like dialing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't. I tried that. Uh, you tried it? My brother, my, my brother does it. And he's great at it. It's not that I don't like the rejection. It's to me, it's like I worked for the radio station for six months mm-hmm. and it put me in sales because they're like, you're black. We have the new R&B station coming out. You should be able to sell this shit. So you have to make a list or you're going to call and then say, hey, we, you know, we, do you want to have black people, you know, come and buy your services, your lawyer or your whatever. But I would get so caught up in a conversation with whoever I'm talking to. Because usually it's not the, the the first person you talk to is not the decision maker, sure. right? The goal the goal is to get to that dude or that woman, right? Uh-huh. But I, t- I end up talking to the secretary about my day. You got gatekeeper fever. Yes, you're talking to gatekeepers all day, not yes. getting through that DM. Ex- exactly. You, you know the power of just. No, is that? It's a way to get to DMs quicker. What do you say? You say it's the power of just. So like, you want to role play where I'm calling you? Go ahead. So like. Okay, so like ding, 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 ding. Hi, yes, this is uh, uh, Feedback Enterprise Law Office, whatever. Hi, yeah, so I go, hi, yes, Bach, please. Yeah, this is me. Okay, then boom, I just got to you. But if I was, let's say you're a gatekeeper. Oh, yeah, I'm a gatekeeper. You're a secretary. Oh, yeah, yeah, so what is this about? So I go, oh, yeah, just tell them it's it's JT. Thanks. And they go, they assume I'm your friend. Yeah. And they go, "Uh, JT who? And I'll go, oh, this is JT Kelly. Uh, he's expecting my call. Thanks. And when I say thanks, I go, okay, this is box friend JT. Yeah. I go, just tell oh, just tell him it's JT. The power of just. If you act like you're a friend, they get through the DMs. Wow. A little cold call tip. I'm not doing that ever again. So, <laughs> But that, 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 that would have like helped back then. Because it, then I will call back the next day. And then now they want to talk to me about their. Because you're friends now, yeah. Yes, because now we're friends. Like, hey, mm-hmm. Jennifer, how was you know? 
I'm I'm calling to check in, see what's up. Is uh, is John around? And you know, I want to send you some documentation. Blah 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 blah. Uh-huh. And you know, I never get to the dude. Yeah, I go right for it. Always go straight for the DM. Boom, get right past that GK. Try to get those credit card numbers over the phone. <laughs> Shit. Well, what are you selling right now? I sell software as a solution. Which is what? What's the software? I call businesses and I try to convince them that they need a software that will make them more money. What and does the software do? I don't even know. They don't tell me. I just talk quick. I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what what industry? What's the uh, what's the target? Just normal tech businesses. I call. I'm a tech company. I call normal fucking standalone businesses, trying to get them on the line, trying to get them to buy stuff. It's fun, man. Well, I used to work for uh, GoDaddy. Yeah. You know them? Yeah. yeah. So I was selling social media management for them. Mm-hmm. And that was tight. They laid everyone off this summer. And then when they laid everyone off, I was so addicted to telemarketing. It was my first job telemarketing that I just started prank calling for fun. Yeah. And that's the reason I started podcasting because I started telling people about my prank calls. And a lot of people wouldn't believe me. And I'd be like, no, dude, like I got this. Like one time I called a, uh, a, a car, a car lot, uh-huh. a place that sells used cars. And I got a guy, I told him I was like a company that helps him, uh, uh, helps him sell more cars by making appointments for him. Uh-huh. And so I was like, you got to check out our, our product. It's Lemon Party, LemonParty.net. And so I got him to go on LemonParty.net. On, you know what Lemon Party is? No. Go to LemonParty.net. It's just uh, photos of old men having sex <laughs> with other old men. It's just old men having gay sex. And I got a guy to go to that website with me on the phone. And he just like was like, I think your website's been hacked. And like still bought that I was a business trying to tell him something. And I was like, oh, my God, it's been hacked. Man, the, and when I tell people this, they wouldn't believe me. So I started recording. That's the reason I started podcasting during. Those are fun. The, how do you come up with Satchel Rhinestone? I just talked. Man, that's funny. Mm-hmm. I, I thought I used that one time. And then I just that became my go to because I couldn't think of anything quick enough. <laughs> Satchel. Tell me, Satchel Rhinestone called. That shit is funny, man. Like the auto prank. I, I could never prank call the, the, I I would you know maybe leave a uh, uh, a bag of shit on your front porch ring the bell and run away that's about as that's far as it goes one. yeah but prank call ugh. man you want to know something fucked up I did in high school so me and this fucking Justin Kerr and Tyler Lydell we're all hanging out one day and Justin Kerr's girlfriend mm-hmm. decides that like this dude named Anthony's her enemy and so what we decide to do is that I'll poop in a big styrofoam cup and then go throw it on his truck. Uh-huh. And so, like, I, I get, like, a big gulp from 7-Eleven, and I poop in it, like, a nasty big diarrhea poop. I fill up the almost the whole cup, put a lid on it. We drive to this fool's house in the middle of the night. We put on our fucking, like, straight up, like, uh, like fucking T-shirts around our face so you can only see our eyes in case they have cameras. And we go, and we pour poop on the front of this dude's car all over it. And then we go to a payphone, uh, like, two <laughs> miles away, and I leave a voicemail on his voicemail is just saying i'm gonna poop on your car i'm gonna poop all over your car <laughs> holy and I shit did that line over and over again until his voicemail cut me off uh-huh. and i remember the next day he posted on facebook like somebody covered my car and shit and i just remember sometimes I'm like yo his name is anthony green he goes to oakmont in high school Oak- oakmont high school in roseville california this is more than seven years ago they can't pop me on that shit no, still, yeah. catch you know what i mean you can Put me on a case on that. I'll take the charge. 
Uh, he, just, he just he just admitted to yeah breaking the four men. That's more than seven but years ago. But fuck him if it was that girl's enemy. Fuck it, him. It was Lacey's, he deserved it. I don't remember her last name, but Lacey's enemy. It was Justin Kerr's girlfriend, Lacey, and we pooped Shit. on his car. That's not the only person whose car I pooped on. That's just the only one I'll talk about on the pod. You know what I mean? <laughs> just like, Don't fucking cross me. You fucking get I on look, my wrong man. side. There's going to be poop on your the, car. This That's is, that quick. I think this is fair warning. Don't fuck with JT. Yeah. Oh, well, I heard you. Shit on no, your car. I'm not a tough guy. How's your car looking, though? Pretty shitty, I bet. That's your boy. That's what I did. That's how I came through on you. That's my um, thing. That's my signature move. It's my I, MO. I had a... When we, we were like 12... Maybe twelve or thirteen. A friend of mine had a birthday party, uh, like a New Year's Eve party. And we're in France, so we're drinking. Nobody gives a shit there. And um, one girl asked one of my boys, like, "Hey, uh, can you can you make me a, a cocktail? Like, you know, just he's like, hey, what do you want? Well, you know, whatever, just make it up." Dude goes to the kitchen, um, and put I think it was Sprite with um detergent in the cocktail. She drank it. You should fucked up? Yeah. She had to get her stomach pumped three oh, times yeah. the next day. So next day we go we go back to her like, hey, where was she? And and we get a uh get a phone call and he admitted it's like, yeah, she wanted a cocktail. So I put she wanted to do whatever you want. Put whatever you want in it. So I put detergent in the cocktail. She drank it. She had her stomach pumped three times. Sicko? <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, that's someone who's dangerous. Yeah, he's one of my best friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. But it was, but we, we, it was one of those things. Like, like in the moment, you're like, no, nah, there's no way, there's no way she's gonna drink it. Next thing you know, it's like, but you said you were 12 or 13. Yeah, we were kids. We we're yeah, fucking kids. Makes sense. We don't, we don't like you don't know anybody. Like you, you, you do stupid shit, but get it to where she got her stomach pumped. We still talk about like it, it's it, it's his birthday coming up in, a, a week from now. And we're like, let's make a video that they're going to show at his birthday party with his family and everything. And what can we bring? Oh, we'll bring that up. Make a little montage and said, yeah, remember that time when you, uh, you poisoned that girl? Poisoned a woman? Yeah, poisoned a woman. Poisoned a woman? Yeah, pretty much. Remember a that time? A little girl, a child? Yes. And put that in a montage. And then they're going to play that at his, uh, his birthday party in a week. Oh, it's a week from now? Yeah. That's going to be and funny. And he just turned 40. He's about to turn 40. You're like, oh, let's, let's talk about that yeah. and make a montage of it. Well... Sickos, what do you want? That's Sickos, what, you want to poison little girls? That's what your boy does. <laughs> no, I'm praying for him. I hope he's well. He's praying fine. He's fine. This is we were kids. We didn't know any any better. Mm-hmm. God damn! But that, that, like telemarketing is like, I I just I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. Like I, I I'm so I like to talk to people so much. That, Me too. Like, I'm, it, it, I come off. It, it almost come comes off shitty if every time I'm talking to you, I'm trying to sell you something. Man, here's my thing, man, is I'm calling strangers that I'll never talk to again. Yeah. It's not like I'm making friends. Yeah, you know? right. Because I'm a chatty guy in general. I, God, I love to chat. I love talking. Mm-hmm. And so you get me on the phone and you say, hey, talk at this guy and try to get him to give you money. I'm like, damn, dude, challenge accepted. Let's go. Shit, I like to talk to people, but can't be like, oh, well, let's check this out. But at the same time, like, you know, every time you're talking to somebody, you're selling something in a way. Maybe. You're selling yourself. Like, hey, be my friend. Hey, let me show you this. Hey, come eat over here. Hey, check out this show. I need hey. help moving. Yeah. Exactly. Everything is everything's a sales pitch. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it can get annoying. It can get annoying. But at the same time, you know, that's, that's what we do. We sell ourselves every fucking day. God damn. I can't do it. I can't fucking do it. Do you, do you follow the news or anything like that? Do you have any? 
I follow the news. Like guilty pleasures or like watching the news 24-7. Is my news the guilty pleasure? Watching yes, news, my little, my little guilty pleasure watching the news. No, like, look, man, Fox News, yeah. CNN, and we'll see what they're talking uh, about dude. today. So I have I'll just my furry single, outfit. I have every single news update you can get on my phone. Well, I, every news station I get updates from. I turn on notifications for every single free subscription you can get on the iPhone. And, I, you know, I read some of them. I read not all of them, some of them, a lot of them. But what's crazy is Fox News... Uh, 15, 20 headlines a day minimum. While like NBC and CNN, uh-huh. they're like two, three, four, you know, and like, uh, like BuzzFeed is it BuzzFeed and uh, Fox post the same amount. And Fox, I'll be honest with you, is insane. And I mean, a lot of other news is insane too. You read stuff and it's like, man, who who wrote this? A company? You know, right. Or a private equity firm write this headline? Uh-huh. Stuff like that. Or like some stuff, yeah, like, yeah, what CIA agent decided to publish this today? But Fox News will straight up publish stuff like, the reason people hate Bernie Sanders. And it'll be like, Fox News, will China make you gay? The scientist <laughs> seems to think so. And it's stuff like that. Or like, where like, other news is like, clearly are like, you know, it's like, kind of like, twisted towards, you know, the people some that slant. own the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's like. You can look up whoever owns who owns each news station and see exactly why their headlines. Right, like right, that, right, you right. Know? Uh, but Fox is like a that mixed with just one crazy old dude who's sitting on a porch somewhere, just mad as hell, <laughs> mad as all freaking get out, being like the reason that cops, the reason that cops, the reason that cops feel threatened to go to this McDonald's. Read this, and it's like, why do I need to read that? But you know, he had to write about twenty different versions of that headline for it to be published. So. Think about the first mm-hmm. five. Yeah. How horrendous they were. And an editor was like, you know what? I wouldn't click on that. Can you uh, either tone it down or turn it up a little bit? Turn it down or turn it up. <laughs> like, so just tune it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. All the way. All the way. The reason why gays were, will bring hell to the world. I, I want to know. Mm-hmm. I want to know. I, I open a lot of news at work. That's my number one distractor at work is reading little articles that I have the notifications for. I, I I can't. Well, I, no, t- take that back. When it gets to, well, now I get my news from, there's one channel I, I watch, it's called France 24, but it's just like straight up news. It's like world news, but they just give you, there's no like straight up, the news bulletin. Here's what's mm-hmm. going on in the world. Little analysis, no bias whatsoever, which is great. Um, but I, I'm a sucker for articles that go, Top five, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Five reasons why. No, 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 no. Yeah, and you get Hook, there. Line and sinker on that clickbait. Yes, but because and once you get there, you're like, I knew that. Like there was, there, I didn't learn anything. Uh-huh. It's like five ways to live a better life: exercise, eat well, be nice, get enough sleep, get enough sleep. Job. Yeah. yeah, and you're like. Why did wow, I click that shit? Yeah, but it got your ass. No shit. Now they got my money. Now, now they track me and they know exactly what I want. Now I get ads for meditation apps and all kinds of bullshit. Nice. They got you, dude. But it, but that's how they do it. Like they, I tried to, to apply for a job uh, a while back. It was like some kind of uh, like writer for a big blog, like medium.com or one of those things, right? And they, they told you that, yeah, you have to, every, for every article you write, you have to write like 20 to 30 different headlines. And, and they always said, yeah, if it's, um, if, if, you have, if you have a number on it, like, you know, 
five best cameras of 2021. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, top 10 reasons why you didn't get a raise this year. Uh-huh. Shit like that. Yeah. Or, you know. More clickable. Yeah. Five, five ways to, to, to haunt your ex online uh-huh. on Cosmopolitan. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. And you're like, okay, because that's what the engine the Googles of the world and all those guys, that's what they look for because people are like, yeah, do I want a shortcut on how to solve this problem? Here's three, four, five ways. And you're done. Everybody likes a top 10 list. Top five dead or alive. Yeah, yeah, No, yeah. top 10 comedians. Uh-huh. Top whatever. People are sucker for that it's shit. More popular. It does well. Um, so w- what is it that you geek out about? I geek out about. Yeah, like you're a total nerd about. What is it? Man, either. Is there a lot of it? I don't know. Is there a a, lot? I have a couple like hobbies, right? And then, I don't know, past past couple years, I've been reading tons of sales books, trying to get good at sales. I think you got that down. If you can do prank calls and be okay with it. Yeah, pretty comfortable And and live with your conscience. (laughs) Love doing prank calls. Love that. That's probably my passion. If I could geek out about anything. I love good prank callers. You ever listen to Longmont Potion Castle? Uh-uh. What is the that? The best. He's like the best prank caller. Just an absolute artist. He doesn't even call it prank calling. He calls it phone work. Oh, okay. It's like crowd work with strangers sure, that sure, you've yeah. never seen before. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Longmont Potion Castle. He's like a... His identity's a mystery. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's kind of a fun little side to him. Did you watch... Because, I mean, don't... To me, the reference was always, you know, Crank Yankers... Uh-huh. The original one with Jim Florentine. I know they bring they're bringing it back or something. I've seen the one that used to that was like early two thousands. You know what I'm talking about? I think that's it. Yeah, that's, that's the one. That's I've a seen. Jim Florentine like with yeah. uh, Ed the retarded kid. Also, Creature Comforts. No, I don't know that one. That was, that was on good, TV. Yeah, yeah, it was a weird little prank call. But how do you how do you put it together? Like, how do you decide? Oh, I'm I'm gonna call this company. This is what I want to talk about. I or? just call random numbers and start talking. Random numbers. So you don't I, even know who you're talking to, I what Google, company. What, what, well, what I'll do is I'll Google like Railroad Museum Armadillo, Armadillo or like GameStop Plano mm-hmm. and then just call or like Coffee Shop Waco and then just call and then like through Google yeah. Maps just work my way down until someone starts talking to me. Man, but do you have something in mind when you call? No, usually what happens is like I'll call for a few hours every Saturday. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's my little sit in my office time, do a little coffee and prank call for a few hours straight. <laughs> and uh, some people go outside. Some people go to the park. This man just prank calls. Love prank companies. calling. Oh, because, yeah, it's my favorite. Is, is well, to, to, is there like a, uh, so that there's a, like a book or something or, like we said earlier, same when there's a furry convention, is there like a prank calling community out there? That there's like, gotta hey. be. I've never really looked into it. To uh, that'd be, be dope. That'd be dope. There's probably a whole Facebook of sickos. Uh-huh. I'm good off them. I'm good. I found if you when you hear, you should listen to Longmont Bosch Castle. Uh huh. He is the king. No one can do it better. And so, like other prank callers, I'm like, man, that's just competition. You know? Really? I'm gonna worry. Ah, I'm kidding. I don't know. I, I've listened. I just like to go on YouTube and search prank calls. You ever done that? No. There's a really good one if you search Wendy's prank call. It's like a famous online prank call. Wendy as in the burger joint? Uh-huh. That okay. one's a good one. Man, I love good prank calls. 
That's what I geek. What do you geek out about? I just, I geek out about a bunch. Of, I mean, anime hentai apparently. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know. I geek out over uh, hip hop. I geek out over video games. I geek out on comedy too. I'm a comedy fan first, first and foremost. Um, that's pretty much it. I can talk for hours about those four things, but I'm I'm curious about. Also, and like I said earlier, like I, I geek out over finding out what kind of what people are about. It sounds it sounds corny saying it like that, but that's the whole reason why I started this podcast was like you're a door guy. Like what the what led you to that? Like why? What's what's the what is the what is the motivation? How do you what do you get out of it? Like what what's I'm I'm always curious about that kind of stuff. But personally, yeah, I mean I, I I'm learning I, I've been watching anime since I was two years old, mm-hmm. in French first, and then in my in my teen years switched to Japanese, and now I can actually understand Japanese just from watching that. You know Japanese? Just from watching anime. You know Japanese? I'm not fluent, but I can understand a lot of it. That's fucking wild, man. Same with cartoons. I learned English so watching you know cartoons. French, English, Japanese, and my African language. What's the African language? What of W O L? Are you from France or Africa? It depends. Oh, are you from a, a born, colonized place? No, no, no. Born, born. What I mean by is born in in Africa, but raised in France. Ah, okay. That's Where why in from Africa? is vague when people say from to me. Where in Africa? Senegal. Senegal. You see my set on Friday? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I left halfway through because I had work on. No, Saturday. No, I, I, I admitted that. That's fine. No, but uh, uh, yeah. My my most of my English I learned, and I've talked about this a bunch of times. But most of my English I learned by watching cartoons and listening to hip hop. Whatever I, the fuck I learned in school was, you know. You got four languages under your belt. Yeah. That's crazy, man. I geek out over that. Good job. Four languages. Wow. Thank I know barely two. You know what I mean? What's the, what's the other two? Sign language. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. more than most people. Sure. Got, hey, got you there. You know what I mean? Got you people that only know language. Mm-hmm. We fucking there you go. jumped their asses. Yeah. Four languages is impressive, though. Multi language. You put that shit on a resume, my man. That's good. Well, it's. What's weird about it, and I, well, look, I'm also I geek out over I geek out over a lot of shit. I'm just curious about shit all the time. But I like I will go into rabbit holes on YouTube. YouTube is my favorite place to go because I'll, I'll I'll sit around and think, huh? I I love Tom and Jerry. Okay, I'll go out and watch an entire documentary on how they came about. Yeah, when the pandemic first started, I'd be like, I'd line up things to watch with my girlfriend because I'd think of things the other day, like, how are golf balls made? What's the difference between normal bees and That's what I'm bees? saying. And then I'd Google it, find a YouTube, and then line it up, and I'd be like, babe, Dude, we are going to have the best night tonight. There's there's a guy named, uh, there's a YouTube channel called uh, The Top Had Gaming Historian, something like that. Okay. And he has... A an hour long documentary of how Tetris came about. That shit could be a movie. Wow! It, just Tetris. I mean, you all remember Tetris, and it was like how it was built by the Russians on, during the Cold War. It was built by really? developed by this guy who was uh he worked for the government. So everything he did while at work was owned by the Russian government. So the whole story is about how did Americans got a hold of the license to get Tetris over to the U.S. during the Cold War. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole hour-long thing. And I'm like, I just I just sat up one day, and I'm like, I was playing Tetris, and I'm like, huh, how the fuck did that come up? What did the name Tetris mean? 
It's wild. Tetra and Tennis put together. Tetra nice. is in four in Greek and Tennis. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I just go into this rapid hole. I, I just love that kind of shit. Yeah, absolutely. So I smoke weed, dude. I get it. <laughs> That's it's even worse when I when I get high. Yeah, it's even I worse. love getting high and just going through little. You know what I mean? Yeah, I watched a, a 55 part documentary on Chris Chan on YouTube. Chris who? You know Chris Chan? It's an no. early internet meme. Kind of hard to explain. He was like an autistic kid that was online that would say stupid and messed up stuff, uh-huh. and so people would make fun of him and then he would respond really intensely to the people that made fun of him. And so people would just make, angry. Yeah. And people would make fun of him more because they loved his response. And then it went back and forth. Now they've trained a woman, Christine, no longer Christian, Christine Chan. Uh-huh. Uh, but Chris Chan is kind of their, her online name still people. And she still refers to herself, CWC or Christian, just a fascinating story of, you know, internet fame gone wrong. Everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. I, 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 tr- I truly believe that. But, I mean, when, when it comes to uh, the reason why I ask that is, is a lot of times when you, uh, when I talk to comics and th- that's all they're about. Like, they just define themselves like, I'm a comedian and that's it. I'm like, you were somebody before that. You yeah. know, you did stuff or you. It's comedy for me. It's all I think about, you know. Yeah, but you do the, the, but the prank thing makes sense. Yeah, I love prank calling. Because you did that even before. You did that before you started comedy, right? Prank calling? Or just doing pranks in general. Just like, hey, well, I, I like to talk a lot. Since like I was like 15 or 16. Is it before or after the shit incident? During that car. time. Around, around the same time? Around the same time. I was doing, doing stand up around that time. I didn't do like a comedy open mic until 2011. Uh-huh. That was the first time I was like, I signed up at a comedy open mic, but I had done tons of music mics, talent shows in school where I stole jokes from famous comedians, you know, the whole shebang. And then you were Looping like, on cars. someone told you, hey, JT, you should go up and. We're going to Starbucks. A guy I worked with was like, oh, I do open mics. You should do it too. That was it? You worked at Starbucks at the time? Mm-hmm. I was 16. And then you got up there. Did you know what you were going to do? What you're going to say? You're like, oh, it's just like talking. Uh, I wrote down all this stuff. I wrote down a whole set, wrote it down, read it off a piece of paper. Three minutes, four minutes? Uh, four, five minutes. That's pretty good. Five minute mic. And Sacramento th- comedy spot. And then what happened? You got off and you were like, that's it? It was just on from there, baby. Can't get enough of it. Love the attention. Want to keep talking. <laughs> oh, an excuse to stay stuff? I love saying stuff, you know? <laughs> just talking. Yeah, it's an issue. I mean, it, it it's uh is definitely a once you get that high, you like oh shit. There's the 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 feeling of people, the acknowledgement and the energy. It's I mean, there's nothing like it. There's no there's and like I said, I'm a I'm a comedy fan and nerd, and I quote comics all the time when I talk, even. French ones when I was growing up in France. Wow, French they're French comics? Yes. Wow, and they huge. talk in French? I would assume so, yes. That's wild. I imagine that comedy is only in English. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm kidding. I don't think <laughs> but you know, like someone like Gadel Malé. Gadel Malé, so he's he's very famous in France, mm-hmm. right? He had a whole comedy career in France. He's from Canada, but he's French. Uh, his family's from Algeria, but he grew up in Canada. Um, and he 
basically the best comedian in France, right? Nice. And then he moved to to New York and started over in English. And he had had a residency. I forgot at what club in New York, but he just did an an entire show in English. And you're like, that takes balls to go from. Was it good? Yeah, I saw him at the Paramount. And I was laughing just as much as I did when he when you did friendship. Nice. You look cool. at Eddie Izzard. I've always wondered if I'm funny in Spanish. Did you speak Spanish? No, but I had my bro translate one of my sets into Spanish. Uh huh. And I want to memorize it because I have the words, and memorize it and say it uh, to a Spanish crowd and see if they think it's funny. Try it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the only way to know, right? Yeah. Even I, if it's just bits bits and pieces of it, we like you know say the punchline in Spanish, see what happens. Would love to know if I'm funny in Spanish or in French. Am I funny in French? I don't know. The French You're humor, French, bro. Answer yeah, me. yeah, well, French humor is a little different. Yeah, see, it is sickos Europeans. Yes, Europeans, proud of it. Yeah, Europeans and no proud of it. Generally perverts. Yes, we are, and we yeah. but we you know we accept it for what it is. You mm-hmm. know, you 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 grew up in France. Uh, and you can see titties and a penis at the beat. 8 p.m. at primetime TV. Wow. No, be- no big deal. You can see penis and t- can you see puss? Uh, not puss. But I've seen, pen- I've seen penis on TV. Not pussy on TV, though? No. Not even front, just the top of the pussy? I'm not talking about her spreading her, like, fucking pussy. Oh, okay, okay. But can you see, it, like, bush and it, pussy front? I'm trying to think. Maybe. Back then... Wow. I would think so. Can you see ass, naked girl yes. ass on TV? Yeah. What if she back bends then, over? Back then, you, what if she bends over? Can you see the pussy from behind if she bends over? Oh, you really want to see some pussy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was 10 years old, yeah, JT. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know what that was. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's cool, man. But, but we, we're, uh, all right, we're not stuck up people, about it. All right, French people, you guys it. are all right. At first, Thank I was you. like, Europeans, but now I'm like, Europeans? Nah, French are chill. No, they're, they're, they're chill. I actually put it this way. They're the least chill. French people? Yes. My girlfriend lived in France. What 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 was her experience? Did it did they think oh did she think that French people are assholes? Because that's the reputation that French people have yeah, around she the world. French people are assholes. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I'm proud of it. Yeah, it's fine. I'm proud of it. I like that you guys, French people, will fucking like my favorite story from Paris uh-huh. is like a, a woman said that a guy, her boss, was sexually harassing her. So French communists burned down the fucking car lot. And I'm like, France, <laughs> that shit's tied to me where it's like and they, they spray painted a big, big giant, giant hammer and sickle on top of the mounds of fucking burned cars. And I was like, that's cool. That's French. That's French as shit, dude. That is. That's I watched French videos of firefighters trying to beat up cops in Paris. Dude. That's French. You, I'm like, that's tight. The French are never happy. Good. They should. That's, no, they're not. that's what they, they do, look, I'm like, yeah. They, they work uh, 35 hours a week. Mm-hmm. They get vacation every six weeks, right? They, they know what it's like to actually live a life in the sense that, you know, sitting at a cafe, having dinner for three hours is normal to them. Good. Right? But they always find something to bitch about. Mm-hmm. And, like, for instance... I was actually my, one of my biggest like culture shock thing when I moved here uh-huh. was when you meet somebody, maybe it's a Texas thing, but, and you say, Hey, how you doing? And go, Oh, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm great. And I'm like, why are you so excited? The French will go, I'm not bad. Not bad. I'm okay. There's no excitement in their voice. Right. If you, if you want to describe something to a French person and an American would go, Oh, that's awesome. That's dope. A French person would say it's not bad. Mm-hmm. 
which is kind of a passive aggressive way to, to say something is you good. You can people up. You have to be like, hey, there's some fucking... Uh, snails over there with sneezing on them. Then they're like, "Yeah, get the no, no. get a French person excited." I'm, no, they don't get excited. They don't really. I, seriously, they, they're so. It's like they live in a good life compared to a lot of other countries, but it's not enough. It there's always something. There's there's a uh, a protest pretty much every week right. in France, and then don't get doctors. Doctors protest. Protest. Lawyers fucking doctors. protest. Hell yeah. They, they, when, when I was I was there in 2019, and they there was a you ever heard of the the yellow jacket folks? Oh yeah. Probably on, on the news, right? Oh yeah. So yellow jacket folks are like, yeah, we're we don't want to, uh, we need more benefits. Uh, you can't. They were trying to say, hey, we're going to extend your retirement age to like 62, some shit like that, uh-huh. instead of 60, where half. The rest of the European countries is like 65. And nobody says shit. But the French, you tell them you're going to extend that by two years just because, you know, there's more people working and for economical, economic reasons, whatever. Uh-huh. Like, no, fuck you. We're going to protest and we're going to right. lock down the entire country for months. And the only thing that stopped, what I mean, lockdown, it's like you go there, you're in Paris, there's no buses. There's, there's one subway train running every two, three hours. Like the whole city is, sh- and they don't give a fuck, and they'll protest in the street, and you're like, I still gotta get to work. Fuck you. Wild. And they did that for for months. And the only thing that stopped it was the pandemic. I thought that the yellow vest started because they were raising price of what y'all call petrol in rural areas, and so farmers would have uh, a, a thinner bottom line on selling their product. There was that, and then the government in in November mm-hmm. uh, said. Oh, uh, we're going to introduce a bill that's going to extend your retirement age. And they introduced that to November. Like, hold on, this Christmas coming up, this New Year's coming up, people are going to come here. And you're going to introduce that now? Bad idea. Bad right? idea. And it was on lockdown for weeks Damn. until the pandemic hit. You're like, ne- never happy. Yeah. Never happy. When lawyers start to protest, there's a problem. I could watch the video of the firefighters fighting the cops like all day and night. If you put that on like a projector behind me, I would just sleep falling. There's <laughs> the perfect image to me. Nah, the, the, that's what they know. Like the when people say that the Americans are horrible tourists because they go to a country and they're like, oh, speak English. The French are worse. The French will actually will cut in line and like at a grocery store, you know, in India. Yes, seriously, it's like because. There, there, there is such thing as I'm a hundred percent French. There's not really, it's really a hundred percent American if, unless you count natives, but that's it. We'll count natives. <laughs> <laughs> to me, no one here is saying we don't count native. We count natives. I mean, American as we know it today, like the 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 average white American. You want to know a crazy fun fact? What more pure blooded Irish people live outside of Ireland than in Ireland? Too small. Not wild? Yeah. That I, be- I believe wild. it. Did you, did you have Irish in you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you look like it. I can. I am. You look like it. You look burned, like very, yeah. Burn very easily. Like St. Patrick's Day is yeah. your Christmas. My dad got into how we were slaves on Facebook in the past few years. For Facebook what? tricked my dad into thinking that Irish people were slaves. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you see that era on Facebook? Uh-uh. There's an era on Facebook in like 2014, 2015 where everyone was posting. All like Southerners were posting. Oh, yeah, you know, Irish people, the Irish were slaves, too. 
And then people were being like, oh, yeah, Irish pride and being really into that. My dad got swept over. He saw that and he was like, damn, we were we were slaves too. My people came from slaves. Damn, Irish. We were We've always been too. Struggling. <laughs> 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 that's my dad's turning up rap music, being like, hey, it's yeah, about, that's right. I, I understand. It's Yo, about Leroy. the dang struggle. Yeah, it's Joe, about the dang struggle. Yeah, what it's I need about. my reparations. Yeah. <laughs> my, dad's, damn. my dad's finally on board the reparations. Yeah, pay like, me in Guinness. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Me they and my people, we deserve reparations. <laughs> that's my dad after seeing they're the getting a mule. We're getting Guinness. Fuck all of y'all. This is what we need right now. I didn't know that. Huh. Have you ever been to Ireland? Would you yeah. like to go? Yeah, I'd like to be anywhere, man. I'd like to do it. I'd like to go. I've been to like two countries. So Italy uh, and Mexico. Yeah, okay, that counts. And US. I think Cancun or what? No, Tijuana. Okay, that's used, a little deeper. I grew up in LA and it's like right across the border. So it's like you just walk across. You just went there to party or was it just... No, I went there to build a house with my church when I was little. Did that a couple times. That's the thing? I mean, yeah, church goes out there, builds a house for a family. In the name of the Lord? Is that what In the, in the name of the Lord. Then we get back right across the border. The invisible lines we made up to make sure that <laughs> our part's a little richer than their part. We're but not- we went down there, built them a house made of OEB and plywood, so... <laughs> we're Eddie, we're the heroes good deed here. of the year. Yeah, and also, I'm actually Irish, so... Well, where would you go if you if you wanted to? Like, we'll be the next. If like I said, should reopen. Anywhere. Yeah, shit reopens. You don't need a fucking passport with a vaccine thing on it. Let's just go. Where would you go? I mean, somewhere I could do comedy. So an English speaking place. Okay, Australia, Australia, South Africa. South Africa. Oh, I don't want to go to South Africa. South Africa's dope, man. I don't want to go to Australia because of the spiders. I don't want to go to South Africa because Why? people think I'm a bore. I don't. I'll go to. Is you a bore? I don't want people to think I'm a bore walking around owning land or something. You know what I mean? I'm, I worked with some South African dudes, uh-huh. and they were chill dudes. Like we got along fine, whatever. But they just said some of the. They would always be like, "Hey, you know, twenty percent of South Africans pay eighty percent of the tax." And I'd be like, "Yeah, sounds like you guys got a really bad wealth distribution problem out there." But they just had the weirdest ideologies. And working with them was like, "Man, I don't really fuck with South Africans." I don't, know, I I don't like, let them be be you know a, the representation of South Africa. I was South Africa's dope. I was good off South Africa talking to those guys. I was like, man, I don't want to go there. <laughs> I've read Nelson Mandela's book. I'm good off. All right, if you went to like the Netherlands, because they speak English. English out there. Yeah, every, there everybody then. speaks English. I would everybody. go to England or to Ireland. Ireland, probably. Now that we talk about it, Scotland. My Scotland's brother dope. lived in Scotland. I'd want to go to where he lived. See what happened out Scotland's, there. Scotland. I I went to Scotland on a school trip. Wow, where? Edinburgh. Edinburgh? Yeah. That's where my brother lived. Yo, we went there. Actually, we pulled, I don't call it a prank, but there's a castle on top of a hill. Yeah, my brother went to college in it. So we, I mean, again, we were, what, maybe 14, whatever. And it was one of those, hey, let's go visit the castle. And, you know, between right after lunch, you could just go and, and just explore on your own. Right. And they had all these exhibits like, oh, this is what they used to wear, blah, blah, blah. And there's a gate. And we we're like, eh, let's let's go take a picture with them, like hop the gate and just put our arm around the, the mannequin and take a picture. You touch the mannequin. The alarm goes off. Nice. And the entire fucking castle, as in the whole city can hear it fucking run out. We went to the furthest part of the castle, hid there for like 30 minutes. And then came back to class like, oh, did you guys hear the the alarm went off and shit? Yeah, because you touched those mannequins. They got your ass. Yeah. Breaking into the castle. <laughs> but it's it's one of the, it's it was I mean, we we're kids. We didn't know again, we didn't know any better, but like we we didn't care about the fucking Scottish 
culture. Like, look, I just want to touch the mannequin. I still don't care about the Scottish culture. No, I do. I'm kidding. I would like yeah, to hear yeah. bagpipes. That's Scottish, huh? Yeah. Um, there's, kilts? Hmm? Kilts? Yeah, that's the thing. I, I, th- there's a guy at Garrison Park down south uh-huh. who practices his bagpipes on the weekends. Okay. While while kids are having birthday parties, he's out there just blowing away just for hours, just bagging on his bagpipe, bagpipes, yeah. just practicing. I don't know for what. Practicing for something, though. You can tell he's training. I don't know, man, but it's weird because you hear people saying happy birthday to you and happy birthday to you in the back of your band and all that bagpipe shit. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, okay. That's the thing. I guess you're part of the... The community, the community of backpipe players yeah, of Austin. Little, he's got a little forum. They all yes, meet up, yeah. again, I'm like, I'm I would love about, to talk to him. Like, why the backpipes? I'm thinking about going to the metal detecting meetup here soon. There's a, there's a metal detecting club in Austin, and there's a meetup. What do you do? Like, as in, like, search for shit? Like, yeah, just, I, have a, I, like, I have a metal detector. Go metal detecting. Hold on. As in, the people will go on the beach. Yeah. And look for shit. Mm-hmm. With a metal just detector, trash, yeah, just try to find trash. Like retired TSA agents, just want to retired TSA agents. <laughs> just want to go. To the, you know what? I'm, this is my thing. I I, I want to look for stuff. Yeah. God, I love being nosy. That's TSA agents. God, <laughs> I like wasting people's time and being fucking nosy. Ugh. What's my passion? A TSA agent. Yeah, I like to frisk people. That's what I do. I, I get love. so I get so unreasonably mad every time I have to go through TSA. <laughs> I, I it's like I'm sure I'm on some watch list because of the way I fucking eyeball them while they touch my things. I, this pisses me off. I so have much. the worst luck when it comes to any airport security. Yeah, do you get searched a lot? Yeah, I'm gonna guess it's not luck there, boss. No, well, <laughs> no, not, not just that. Well, yeah, that's true too. No, but like we we, we would um last time we traveled, so me, my son, and he has the same as as me, and but he goes through, um and my girlfriend and we're like she has pre-check and i'm like cool i don't but we're like, traveling together so on the way out we go all three of us go through pre-check and on the way back we're late for a fight then the guy goes uh-uh you got to go back to, with the regular folks and stand in line and you know take all your shit and and when i get there the guy goes you don't have anything to to put on the belt i'm like no i I gave it to the my girlfriend because she has pre-check so i gave her my backpack and all i have is my wallet and my boarding pass and they, they just still like fucking tap me everything yeah. I'm like god damn and i get as much as i love to travel that whole process just pisses me off makes me so angry makes me so angry i just want to be like get a real job man don't fucking come harass people in an airport. I think TSA is a fucking job placement program for idiots, too. That's the thing. It's like, you never, you've never heard a news story where it's like TSA agent finds bomb. No, yes. It's fucking real security agents that have actually been doing oh, no. security, like the FBI and the CIA and shit like that, mm-hmm. on the fucking overall security culture in the States. It's not some fucking jabroni that went through a six-week program and wears a little pin as TSA. He's not actually going to find a fucking bomb or stop a fucking terrorist. He's just going <laughs> to harass me and you for fucking all day. That's what he's going to do. He's going to, day in, day out, maybe catch a dude with some weed, maybe catch a baggie of cocaine someone left in their thing. But more than likely, he's taking fucking nail clippers from people, feeling like a fucking hero. Oh, yeah. You, get, you know what? You, get, you give people a little bit of power, and you know you can, you can know how what the integrity is. Oh, yeah. Just from that. Because when you're walking around and all you're screaming is, 
uh, shoes in the basket, please. All everything out of your pockets, and you repeat that over and over uh-huh. the entire day. It's got to fuck up with your head at yeah, some point. It does it's a got spell to. to you. Yeah. There's like like a you come home. On your head. Yeah. You come home late Screaming at night at and you go, Gears out of your pocket. <laughs> Empty your pocket. Into the basket. Every airport has different rules, too. Like the one from Sacramento, you don't have to take laptops out of their cases or take your shoes off. Oh, really? Yeah. Pre check or no pre check? Just normal. I've never been pre checked. It's just normal TSA stuff. But every other TSA has different stuff. And then when you go to them, they act like they're the universal rule that you should know. Where it's like, yeah, you should know that you can keep sweaters on but not jackets. And that hats are okay, but your shoes go in the basket. Don't act like an idiot coming through the Denver airport again. I fucking hate TSA. Man, Uh, if you want to ask what I geek out about, hating fucking authority (laughs) figures. I fucking, TSA are just fucking dickless cops. That's the thing. And then they got cops right behind them ready to be cops. They make me so mad. TSA, dude, they want to dig through my stuff. I had a guy open my computer last time I flew uh-huh. and and wipe a pad on the computer as if it's like, yeah, dude, just in case he made a bomb and typed something. Fuck you, dude. What? It, it, it just oh. makes me so mad. I was flying back from South Africa, uh-huh. landed in Atlanta, and I get to security check, and uh, in Atlanta, it's like a digital thing. Like, you scan your ID or your passport, mm-hmm. and, and then mine went, had a big cross there's a warrant for your arrest like the fuck are you talking about so they take me out of line and they go okay we need you to go get your stuff first and then we'll catch up with you so i'm waiting for my luggage and there's a i don't know if it's a tsa agent but one of those motherfuckers with the dogs jumps on me the dog jumps on me because i had an apple in my backpack and i'm like i got the apple was the dessert on the plane like i didn't I wouldn't be able to travel to even get through the gate in Johannesburg with an apple. So I got the apple from, no, no, sir. Get your stuff. Get everything. You're going to go to the uh, agricultural office of the the, the Department of Agriculture has an office in Atlanta. Yes, because I had an apple in my backpack. And they go, oh, by the way, there's one for your arrest in Texas, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, there's not. Like yeah, there there is, but we have to open every single luggage you have and make sure that you're not bringing anything back from South Africa. I'm like, I got a plane to catch to go back to Austin, so I waste about 45 minutes in there. And they go, well, when you get home, make sure you get, get that checked. And I had brought two uh, bottles of Amarula. It's a liqueur from South Africa. It's made out of the fruit that elephants eat. Whatever. I brought two of those and I'm running to my gate and I get through to security and the guy goes, uh, uh-uh, you can't, uh, you can't go to your flight with two bottles. The regulation says one. I'm like, what, where, why? But I had to give a fuck because I was late for, I was the last one to, to board the plane. I'm like, fuck it. Just take it, take it home. I don't give a fuck. I got to go. Yeah. Take this bottle. Yeah. But the dude was yeah. basically like, nah, can't, can't go with two bottles. Where does it say that? Just the rule. Just the rule, man. Fucking you can't get them. it. You can't yeah. get in. Or we're going to have to confiscate them. So TSA, you can fly with a gun if you check the gun, right? Uh-huh. There's laws about where you have to store guns to where I can have a key to it, but no one else can. And then TSA says, oh, I have to have a key. I've flown with a gun twice. Both times I'm flying guns from Texas, both legal guns that I own. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I put them in a case. The hunt chickens, yeah. And they, yeah. <laughs> and they, go, they go, oh, I need a case to that. And I go, actually, that'd be a, a crime. For me to give you a key to that case, I can't give you access to my gun. Uh-huh. And they always go, "Well, you can't fly with it." 
And so you have to go have the law already printed out to show them and make the agent read it. I've done it twice, and they always act like it's the first time it's happened. And it's like, it's crazy that you think that if I fly with a gun, claim that it's a gun, and put it in a sealed gum case, that you have the right to access it. These TSA agents go like, yeah, I know it's a gun. I got to hold it. No, you don't. You're not going to touch my gun, you fucking loser. You'll never touch a gun in your life, TSA agent. You're no, not you smart don't. enough. No, you You'll don't. never pass a test to give you a gun, TSA agent. <laughs> you failed the test. Yeah. That's why you're a TSA agent. You, you are dumb fuck. a toothless dog that just barks, <laughs> barks, barks. I had, a, I had a lady on the plane, one of the flight attendant, tell me I was flying to South Africa. It was, it was South African Airlines. So, yeah, don't go to South Africa. I guess that's the thing. It's a 16-hour flight, and we're... The lady walks up to us and goes, it was a night flight. So I'm like, I'll put my blanket. I'm going to you know, sleep because it's 16 fucking hours. So sleep first and wake up, watch three movies, and you're still not there yet. Mm-hmm. And the lady comes up and goes, uh, sir, we're going to ask you to take the, your blanket off because we're about to take off. I'm like, who, made, who the fuck made that rule? That my yeah. blanket is on. Same with like turning off cell phones and not like, like yeah the upright yeah. Oh my god, they wake you up to and it's like yeah. Did you just save this plane? <sighs> no, the blanket blew my. I, I knew that like yeah the the seat uh you know pull your seat up, put your belt whatever the take the tablet off. I knew, but the blanket blew my mind. Yeah, I'm like yeah, you're South African Airlines. There's a reason why you're not in business no more because yeah. you do this kind of shit. Yeah. Holy fuck. Mm. Anyway, we're gonna wrap it up, man. I think we'll be talking for a minute. Uh, what's your uh, what's your dope shit you want to share? Man, dope shit I want to share. Yeah, we shared a lot already. So the, the... dope thing I want to share, I'm gonna make sure I get it right. I'm gonna look it up on Instagram. Go ahead. It is the Juiceland worker strike. Juiceland. <laughs> That's the, a dope shit to share. The production team and some of the shops have striked for better wages and just an overall Juiceland of all places. Juiceland. I worked there. They're fucking scumbags. Juiceland, the owner of it, is a bitch piece of shit named Matt Shook. Fuck you, Matt Shook. You exploit your workers and treat them like crap, and you're creepy towards girls. Um, and the fucking workers there are on strike, man. As of when? As of, like, three days ago. The United Front of Juice Crews, you can look them up at Juiceland Workers Rights. It's an Instagram. And you know what, man? They are probably going to fucking win. That's what's crazy, is usually strikes it's don't work. Fine. Juiceland. Oh, you think the strikers, the strikers win, are going to win. win? The stri- they have enough people to where their strike is meaningful, and the eight, the the headquarters is already issuing statements. They've had a meeting with the committee that is running the strike today. They're releasing another statement. They've probably released the statement already. Uh-huh. Um, there's actually another meeting tomorrow. How active is the the Instagram? Like, how many people are on there? Uh, they in just a few days they have gotten almost two thousand followers. Oh shit! Uh, they started a GoFundMe to help pay for people that are striking and not not able to work. They've already gained sixty three hundred dollars to help pay for people that are striking. Because I imagine, you know, these the Juice Land isn't gonna, you know, capitulate immediately. They have to show that they're not gonna back down. They can't just go start working again. Uh-huh. I hope they win. I hope they get their workers' rights. I hope they fucking get their fair pay. I hope they fucking get new leadership in that company. I, that blows. My, it doesn't blow my mind, but it's like it's one of, one of the most beloved company, local companies here in Austin. They have because they all their money goes to PR teams instead of the people actually creating value by making the smoothies. 
Someone asked so they, me. Are they asking I, anybody to step down or just get away? They're asking for full transparency from their corporate crew because another ah. thing is Juice Land pretends like they promote from the inside, uh -huh. although it's primarily just a group of friends that promote each other into these, what we don't know how much they make, but good corporate roles. Mm -hmm. And so they're asking, hey, show how much everyone makes because you guys hire each other's friends. You know, Give us avenues to complain when our bosses misuse the point system just to fire people they don't like and oh. give us a living wage. And I saw that, and I was like, I worked there two years, uh -huh. and I could not be happier. That's the dopest thing. My dope shit I want to share, the Juice Land worker strike, solidarity, don't be a scab, don't go to Juice Land until the workers get their rights. This is so exciting. That's good to know. I'm all, I'm all for, I'm all for, let, let's just start a rumor that the CEO like, wants to fuck Bambi or something. Yeah, he wants to fuck Bambi. He'll, <laughs> he'll fuck any bunny pussy. <laughs> He'll fuck Bambi. He'll he'll fuck all the Disney princesses. He'll fuck, fuck Moana. Mm -hmm. All of them. But he got arrested in Tijuana for trying to do that. Fuck Moana? Mm -hmm. For trying to fuck Disney princesses. <laughs> this is, this is, yes. So follow us to Instagram. The Instagram. We'll have links and everything, but. The Instagram is at Juiceland Workers Rights. All right. And their name is United Front of Juice Cruise. Nice. You want to support local? This is awesome. This is what we do. So make sure you follow that. That is dope, man. Fuck. I, I like Juice Lane. I didn't know this was happening. How long has it been going on? They're in, not they're not, not like the strike, but this this entire, like, this is fucked up kind of thing. Like, there's been talks when I before worked the there, strike. So the first time people tried to do the fight for 15 with Juice Land, mm -hmm. the, owners, the owners found out and the leadership found out. And so they just fired each person responsible for, you know, bringing that type of thing up at work. Oh, asking for living wages. And so kind of out of nowhere, people were working there and there was some sort of momentum. I don't know what it was where people finally said enough is enough. You know, let's get our share. Juice Lane has tons of money to put into promotion and shows. Have, yes, they do. Tons, yes, they tons. do. And instead of giving the value to the people that create it, the juice makers, when I worked there, they paid me $8. I'd make a smoothie called the Soul Boulder that cost 14 And I just think of that. You listen to Dead Prez? Yeah. Got me flipping burgers with no power. Can't even buy one of what I make in the hour. I'm not the kid to ask for the top position. I'll take mine off the top like a politician. Oh, you know, okay. Steal from work. Yeah. That's what I did. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, That's I can't crazy. even buy one of what I make in an hour. You know what I mean? They're paying me $8. Okay, well, I made fucking how many Soul Boulder smoothies can I make in an hour? That's how much they're stealing from me. You know what I mean? And I think workers there finally were like, yeah, dude, all these smoothies cost $10. We make hundreds a day, and mm -hmm. we make 8 bucks an hour. Not going to happen. And also, the people in production, they were facing horrible working conditions, dangerous. Actually, there was exposed wires. You heard stories of people getting their fingers cut off, you know, and they were getting paid $13, $14 an hour to work factory jobs. So they're asking for 17 Juice crews are asking for 15 They should get it, and I think they will. Well, let's hope so. Man, my dope shit is gonna sound ridiculous compared to this. I should have gone first. What's your dope shit? I just got a couple shows that I love that I want to plug. Plug the shows. <laughs> so, like, like as you know, I'm a huge fan of anime and cartoons and hentai. Apparently, uh, there's the Castlevania uh, series on Netflix. The last season four uh, just dropped, and. I think when it comes to, it's always hard to make an adaptation of a video game uh -huh. or like, I didn't even watch the Mortal Kombat yet, but whatever. But animated is, it looks dope. Uh, it's available on Netflix. I love the animation. Uh, the soundtrack is dope too. I was waiting, for, there's one song I was waiting for 
when I started watching Castlevania is any music from the actual video game. And next thing you know, there's a huge fighting scene in the first season, and they play Bloody Tears, which is from the first Castlevania game on Nintendo. And I'm like, holy shit, that's all I needed. But anyway, fourth season just dropped. It's on Netflix. And the other one that I got into is uh, Invincible, based on a comic book. I forgot the dude's name, but I thought it was another, like, yeah, it's a superhero, save the day, blah, blah, blah. But it's way more fucked up. The more you watch, the more you like, oh, this is actually some fucked up shit. Nice. And I like, I don't like the typical superhero story, um, but this is, maybe I'll go read the comic book because it's actually interesting now that I've watched the Invisible. Invisible is on Amazon Prime. Uh, so it's about a kid who, uh, his dad is like, it's like bootleg Superman. Like everybody in there is a superhero, but like bootleg Batman. Okay. But they're like, basically the dude's dad is, is basically Superman. But you don't know much about him. And this kid, his powers just come on one day. And now he's learning to be a superhero, but he doesn't know what his dad is all about. And meanwhile, well, like I said, within the first episode, his dad kills a bunch of, like, there's a superhero league that saves the world. His dad just goes and kills all of them. And you're like, oh, shit, this is actually darker and more graphic. And you see brains explode and body ripped apart and all that stuff. And adult, I'm like, adult superhero movie. Yes. So it's, it's great. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called Invincible. Check it out. All right, cool. I'm, oh, shit, I thought we were going to do, I forgot to do plugs, like social media stuff early on. But go ahead. Instagram, eating booty taking names. Twitter, <laughs> at JT Smelly. My Venmo, Bad Boy One, Bad Boy the Number One. My podcast, The Fart Locker, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Sweet. What does JT stand for? JT stands for Jebediah Tiberius. What? JT stands for truth. JT stands for having a good time. Now, JT stands for Jeffrey Thompson. Oh, okay. I like it. I mean, not that it matters if I like it or not, but that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. So the fart locker, listen to it. I love the pranks, man. I think. Thank you. It's, I'm it's, trying. It's, it's, no, you're not trying. You're fucking doing. Forget the trying part. Get out of here. Just do it. If that, like, if we just, we've just established that that was your passion that you geek over. Love, Don't apologize. Just go, look, calls. I'm fucking doing this, and I hope you keep doing it because we need that. People need to lighten up a little bit. Then you may, if you make an art out of it, there's ways to do that and start a convention. Prank call convention? Fuck yeah. You'll be the first comic I book. Like big comic? I said you'll be the first comic I book. Oh, okay. For the prank call convention. I'll do it. Hell yeah. I'll do it. Fuck. Thank you this so much. Fun. Make sure you follow the feedback everywhere on social media. The feedback everywhere And all that good media. stuff. Follow JT. And we'll talk to you next time. Ciao, ciao. God bless. Sickos. <laughs>